Hello. Hey there. Was that you or was yeah. that my computer? Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Yeah. yeah. And then they let him away in handcuffs. It's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. That they did. The look on his face was that of, but I'm a cop. I don't get punished for it. So everyone's like, oh, he looks shocked or whatever. And I'm like, he just looked like dead shark eyes, motherfucker, to me. Hmm. I mean, everybody. You're both right. That's the thing. You're both right. He looks shocked. Yeah. He didn't didn't look shocked to me, but maybe I need to watch it again. I mean, you can't see it enough. It's great. You know, that's that's a video that I can watch over and over again. (laughs) I'm sure there'll be gifts of it going around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So. uh, I was hoping for for like him to get some of the counts. Not I didn't expect him to get all of them. Yeah. I'm very glad that that was the outcome. I'm glad. I didn't think he was going to get any type of repercussions, honestly. I, I, I thought that he would get repercussions. And the only reason I thought that was because other cops testified against him. Yeah, that's a good point. And that is not something they do. They do not cross that line. So right. the fact that they they were willing to throw him under the bus in that way either shows that those particular cops thought even he was out of line, like, and they, you know, that, that says a lot or they're, they're really just like, okay, we just got to get rid of him and then they'll back off, which is not true. No, but, we're going to find no. out some hard truths today. It was funny. Um, what's his name? Uh, Ben Shapiro. Oh, uh, but he's, he, he said some stupid bullshit. It's Ben Shapiro. Of course. Yeah. You know, he says, yeah, yeah. he's like, Look how look how fast you know because he, he retweeted uh, MLK the third saying something about all right well you know this this guilty verdict is a good start but we're not done you know this is this of is course, just the yeah. beginning this is you know the work goes on and Ben Ben Shapiro said something about you know oh look at them pivot now you know it's like no dude this is if you've been paying attention instead of just speaking you'd have known this is what has been said all along here. Also, why would we pivot away from something that we wanted to happen? Exactly. That doesn't make sense to me. He goes, you know, we yeah, wanted he goes, there to be some justice served. And we all know he would have never said this had the reverse verdict been reached. He's talking about Don Lemon, who said justice has been served. And he goes, oh, he, he would have never said this had the reverse verdict been reached. And then somebody just obviously replied, almost like there's a difference between murdering a murderer going free or not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One is justice, one is not. They're grasping <laughs> at straws again. It's it's a, a weird reset period for the hard right because they are looking for everything to latch on to to stir up their base, and yeah. they're finding so little. I mean, they're the government's not perfect. You know, we we can all agree on that. And you know, I've I've been a staunch believer in yes, we should hate all politicians together. As a community. Right. Because none of them are superheroes. They're, they're, they're employees for the government. They work for us. And sure, they say pretty words sometimes. And I'm sure they, they mean a lot of them. But ultimately, you know, we can't trust these motherfuckers and we know that. So. Yeah. It's, it's so- I think, I think I have a little more optimism than you do about some, at least, mm-hmm. politicians. Um, I think that they're just people that have to be very – some of them are very – people have to be very careful with their words. 
that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not, you know, like you said, believing in something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that can come off to people as, you know, deceptive. There's a lot of hyperbole in what I'm saying, too. And we'll get back to that. But the point that I was trying to make was like, you know, the, the, the far right right now, because they don't have a scandal to defend with the old guy and they don't have a scandal to stir up with the new guy. They're trying everything they can right now. And it's just looking real dumb. You know, of course, with Biden's dog, you know, it was having behavioral issues because it was in a new place and it's a rescue dog. Duh, fucking duh. You know, everybody should yeah. know that's the thing that happens. But it was the news of the day. The whole uh, the cancellation of Mr. Potato Head that we talked about a few weeks back. Another yeah. thing, you know, nobody fucking cares about that. Yet here they yeah. are banging on that gong, trying to whip their people into a frenzy and trying to distract the people that they're against. You know, it's 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 the same thing every time. It is. Yeah, it, it's, you know, <sighs> And unfortunately, we know it works. Yeah, we know it does work. Absolutely, like it has worked. Um, it, you know, uh, is a very effective strategy for a certain subset of people. Mm-hmm. And whether it be people that are older who are just more natural, I guess, more naturally inclined demographically to be more right wing leaning. Yeah, or younger people that they're indoctrinating into crazy conspiracy theories you know Mm. um i do think that we've always had conspiracy theories and we've always had people that were in this fringe area we might not have known so many of them exist in our country had it not been for the internet very true i think that's a big factor like we we know they exist now we know they're causing violence but like i mean I don't I'd be curious to see if we if we have higher violent violence rates. I don't know how you would quantify that if it would just be like homicides or I mean, we have to have more mass shootings. That's definitely increased. But we also used to have like serial killers in the 70s and stuff a lot. Like there were a lot of serial killers. Right. I mean, now have they just become like mass shooters? Would, Would like a Ted Bundy just be like a modern day alt right? shooter they want that instant gratification now instead of the the long game of of the serial killers i mean there are a few guys that have popped up in the news recently like the guy who was driving the uh the ice cream truck that was adorned in the in the trump paraphernalia yeah they caught you know i think a lot a lot of people are more vigilant now you know you you mentioned that the internet does bring the crazies together but it also brings together a lot of sane people the the murderinos you know you talk about all the good work that um, these these vigilant women have done when it comes to uh, keeping each other safe and that sort of thing. I think it's the same principle in a lot of cases Agreed. with these guys yeah. who just like, you know, just blow up in what they consider a blaze of glory instead of playing the long con and the and the plotting and all that shit because they get more anxious. Someone's on their tail, rightfully so. I mean, yeah, and them. I think we, I think we do have to confront the idea. And it's very difficult that they're indoctrinated into white supremacy, into, you know, neo-Nazi, into uh, what's it called? What are the guys called? They hate women. Like, I mean, all of those usually. Uh, What's that new term for men that are like incels? Incels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Like (laughs) they're getting indoctrinated into these groups and really – 
I, I think we have to deal with at some point the idea of like, okay, well, they're, they're clearly looking for community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can we foster a community? And it sounds, it sucks because it sounds like, uh, you know, we're giving white men more, <laughs> more <laughs> like kid gloves. I'm like, no, 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 you do anything wrong. You know, you still should face consequences for Absolutely. them legally. Absolutely. Um, but it's the same. I, I kind of view it, and I could be wrong here. Please point out if I am wrong. But, like, I kind of view it the same way of, like, trying to prevent maybe kids from get, getting into gangs, like being doctrin- indoctrinated into a gang in the sense of, like, if you're trying to find a community, you mm-hmm. might go down the wrong path. So how do we help, in particular, young boys who are – prone to joining things like this because our culture is really fucked up towards boys and and men we can classify it more as a as a humanity issue you know you can you can classify it as a uh as a as a um i guess an issue with expressing your um your feelings as as a man that whole toxic masculinity i was gonna say it's it's mostly men yeah at least in this particular situation women have we have our own set of issues but the data is there to prove that, yeah, those those are usually men in those scenarios. <laughs> so there was a guy uh, that recently was responsible for, I, I think, the guy who shot up the FedEx uh, plant. Now, there are so many shootings. There's so it's many really, shootings. It's really freaking me out how many there are. Honestly. Exactly. It, it's like as soon as you, you get <laughs> done learning what you need to know about uh, one the next one happens. It's like every this, other day. This is the most we've ever seen, right? Like, this is insane. It's happening, like, every day. So personal feelings aside about the whole uh, brony movement. All right, I just, I just wanted to fact check this. So apparently it was uh, a brony is, a, is a, a, a fan, usually a male fan, of My Little Pony. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. Continue. So you remember um, a few years ago, that was a big thing. And then they made fun of it on Bob's Burgers when they went to yes. a, a pony convention. Honestly, that's pretty much the only reason I know that's a thing. There you go. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, just to, to, to preface it with this, I, I know some people that are into My Little Pony and I know them to be stand-up individuals. If they shot somebody, they're not my friend anymore. But, you know, I'm just saying, I, I know some I know some good folks. Uh, Right. I know some good folks that are into My Little Pony, and it it is a welcoming community in a lot of ways. But, and I promise you, there's a there's a gooey center here. Um, apparently the FedEx shooter was uh, obsessed with My Little Pony, and Mm -hmm. this is where I wanna I wanna clear the air. So, like I said, like I said at the beginning of this, personal feelings aside, I'm not a fan of My Little Pony. I don't understand. How guys can get into My Little Pony. However, okay. the key word in that in that statement is not My Little Pony, or the key phrase isn't. It's obsessed. It's the fact that he was obsessed with something to the point where it became his identity. Like you said, he was looking yeah. for that community. He was looking to belong in something. And even there, obviously, he wasn't getting the type of kinship that he needed. Because he went and did something off the hook like this, like going and shooting up his workplace. Yeah. And I don't know if even like the right community would have fixed something like that. I don't know what all like that's that's for like psychologists to figure out. Exactly. But yeah, I, I do know that there's something wrong with our culture that we're not, you know, we don't have community the way that we should. But the main thing I'm getting at in this in this uh, in this observation here is I don't 
I don't want to blame it on My Little Pony. And it seems like that'd be the simple way because, you know, I'm not a fan of it. You're not a fan of it. And it's like, oh, you know, yeah, I hear all kind of shit about these guys, you know, whatever. But they always do this when it comes to school shooters. It's video games or, uh, you know, there was the state. People are blaming panic. My Little Pony for this. They're blaming that community. Like there's an article. They'll do on- fucking anything <laughs> than, than to deal with the fact that we have so many guns, some yeah. of which people should not be allowed to have. I am not against having guns. I'm against having certain types of guns. Um, and then the clear mental health crisis, because we're not dealing with mental health issues because our fucking healthcare system sucks. They will blame anything except for deal with these real legitimate issues. It's right. unbelievable. Exactly. Because it's easier to blame it on something. It's easier to blame it on yeah. rap music or, you know, um, just, uh, BT or, or just and, black culture or, or video games or whatever. And whatever. You know, let me tell you something. I, if if we want if people in the right wing want to say maybe this can be a strategy I don't know I'm just thinking out loud if they want to say no it's not the guns it's not it's not the guns okay yeah cool you know what I'll agree to that it's not the guns so let's have universal health care that includes mental health care for everyone in this nation well let's do that that's a let's good start idea. with that yeah and if that doesn't help then we'll address the gun situation but how about we don't touch the guns at all we have universal health care that includes mental health care because obviously that's part of your fucking body and it should be covered yeah I and think, then yeah can we can see what happens if things improve if it is the guns maybe it's not you know mm-hmm. maybe you're right let's deal with the mental health issues first Let's let's help people first. I and think, then <laughs> I still I still think we have fucking problems. Yes. And then we can deal with the gun situation. Yes, absolutely. I agree with all that. However, I think subconsciously, or maybe even a little <laughs> consciously, these guys know that they're not quite hinged. Some might say unhinged. Mm. Um and they think that once they go talk to somebody that liberal therapist is going to make the government take their guns away because they're not, you know, mentally fit to carry them. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't want to deal with men today. I I apologize in advance because your kind of men, like, is just not your kind of men. That what do you terrible. mean, you people? That sounded terrible. This is the wrong Cut day. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can keep it. That's, everyone knows that's not what I meant, right? Mankind <laughs> is bothering me. I what just, I'm, I'm, okay. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of mankind in general right now. I understand, you know? Motherfuckers come up to you talking about have a nice day. Like, maybe I don't want to have a fucking nice day. Maybe I get you. I get you. Maybe I just don't want you to talk to me. Right. Maybe that would make my day nice. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our show, folks. I'm gonna <laughs> give oh, We started so heavy. We did. We had to get it out the way. I mean, it's the cloud hanging over my head. Yet, yet, it's also weight lifted off of my shoulders. It's, it's like, yeah. um, you know, it's the ending to to Empire Strikes Back. You know, the immediate threat has been addressed. But the larger issue of the galaxy at war is still a problem. Mm-hmm. And I also lost my hand. And I found out that the girl I liked is my sister. Spoilers, I guess. Oh. Okay. Well, some of those things we can deal 
with. Yeah. And some of them are things we I'm not equipped to deal with. No. Once again, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to handle that. So I think <laughs> I think we're going to have to get someone else to help you with those things. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you want to get into the show? Let's welcome do it. Show, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. That's right. And on May 13th, if you want to see us do this show live, asterisk, actually, on the internet without having to pay, then you should check out the Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival. We are the opening act. That means that it's all uphill from there or downhill. You know, downhill is easier. I don't know why downhill is given negative connotations because uphill is a lot more difficult. Anyway, I, we're I, I did not know we originally that we were opening the show. Oh, yes. Um, I did not agree to this. <laughs> I didn't. Once again, I did not know about this. So, yeah. In certain fields, they refer to that as the curtain jerker. You're the one who's coming out first. So you get to move the curtain out of the way. That sounds Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Horrific. So it's going to be a great, uh, it's going to be a uh, a great festival once again, and we are going to be raising money for resilience during our show. Not to mention, if you would like to partake in the first ever Resnaculous Snack Along, what I want you to do is message us on Instagram at Lex and Matt. And if you live in the Chicago area, I will bring you a candy bar. What kind of candy bar? I'm not telling you. That's part of the mystique. This, this sounds like a good way for you to get murdered. I'm worried about you. Maybe I'll mail it to if him. You're in, okay, if you're in the Florida area <laughs> and you want to participate in the Resnaculous Snack Along, um, I'm not bringing you anything. I don't care. Okay, let's change that. Anywhere in the continental United States, <laughs> if you send us a message at Lex and Matt, on Instagram, I will mail you the Resnaculous Snack Along materials to enjoy along with us during mm. the show. Yeah. There if you, you want to do that, that sounds like a lot of work. That way nobody gets murdered. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not dealing with people in person. That mm. just sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, usually it is. But, you know, we yeah. got some good people who uh, who listen and, and, and will watch our uh, our Snack Along, the first That's ever true. Snack Along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And support resilience. That's that's part of the uh that's that's one of the important things too. You want to do that, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If you want to participate in the resnack uh resnack what are you calling it? The snack along. The snack along. If you want to participate in the snack along, consider donating as a part of that. Consider that the 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 little fee to get the snack. I like it. We're not making it. Well, let's consider that. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get this again at the end of the show. We'll be Sorry, more my uniform. No- my nose has been like half stuffy this week. Mm. So I'm like, my if my breathing sounds weird, that's why, guys. <laughs> Lex is all stuffalepagus over there. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get to it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So this is just wild. And I, I needed to tell you about this, and I don't know if you read it or read about this or not, but the Amazon Amazon's making a Lord of the Rings series, right? You know about that. Like, yes. They got the rights to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Apparently, this first season, one season, 
of Lord of the Rings is costing $465 million. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It, it far exceeds other pricey TV shows like Game of Thrones, The Morning Show, and The Mandalorian, which cost roughly $15 million per episode. Wow. Mandalorian had eight episodes, so that's how much? Oh, do not ask me to do math, brother. All right, we're doing this right now. So eight by 15 yeah. is $120 million. So that's only $120 million yeah. for that amazing season of Mandalorian with some big special effects Guest stars and puppetry was what twelve or thirteen episodes. Yeah, well, not in that last season though. No, that, I, that was only that was shorter. It was like less than ten. Yeah, I think maybe that was eight as well. So yeah. I can't imagine Lord of the Rings knocking out um like twenty two episodes ever. No. <laughs> Pre- it says previous estimates for Lord of the Rings put production but uh, production budget at five hundred million for multiple seasons, not to mention two hundred fifty million just for the cost of the rights. Man. So it says in this interview, um, it said this new uh, New Zealand. Um, it's Stuart Nash, the Minister for Economic Development of Tourism, told Radio New Zealand, "This is fantastic. It really is. What I can tell you is Amazon's going to spend." About six hundred and fifty million in season one alone. Wow. That's in New Zealand money. When converted, <laughs> it's four hundred and it, it's what four hundred four hundred sixty five million in American dollars. That is wild. Absolutely wild. So what, this will be the largest television series ever made. This is the most expensive TV show ever made. What's your What's your take on this? Do you think it's going to be successful? You think they can uh, strike gold yeah. once again? um i think it's going to be successful they will sell it they will sell this series based off of you know name recognition alone i don't know how they're going to recoup that money in the future i also don't know they're setting a standard for it being that expensive right out the gate what's going to happen with unless they've got already got really good actor negotiation deals early you know that that raises the cost of a show a lot of shows start lower. They become more and more expensive as years roll by. Uh, I don't know how you make that money back, honestly. I really don't. Marvel movies cost that much. Hmm. Um, you know, if we look up, uh, I, I that's that's more than what I, I mean. Endgame. How much did Endgame cost? That couldn't have cost more than five hundred million. I can't imagine. No, I think maybe it uh, made that much. Um, Avengers Endgame cost $356 million. See, okay. Uh, no. It is it's one of the most expensive films ever made. To be fair, I mean, you are getting more more hours of content, hopefully, from this Lord of the Rings project. Yes, it is an apples to oranges thing, but it's very difficult to recoup that, that kind of money. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very high stakes. Um, let's look up most expensive TV show. While you're doing that, let me ask you this, uh, regarding Endgame, just as a side note, <laughs> did you watch the bonus features on Disney Plus when you watched it last, or have you watched it on Disney Plus since it's been available there? Which, for what? For Endgame. No, I haven't. Okay. I, I thought I did, but man, I, I read about a, a special feature, or rather a deleted scene today that I heard nothing about, like this entire time. 
And it's supposed to be like an epilogue after they considered making it an epilogue after everything. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but okay. yeah, there's I'll have this. To look into that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's a five season commitment for this show. Apparently wow. this Lord of the Rings, um, it'll bring the total production cost to series to near a billion dollars. Um, but it's got to be more, right? Because they're saying it's that much in one season alone. Yeah, yeah. The numbers aren't adding up here. I think maybe... Dis- and it's Disney- from Variety, right? Yes, it's from Variety. It's a reliable source. Disney plus Marvel shows. Um, so we're talking about Hawkeye, WandaVision, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's saying they cost about $25 million per episode. Uh, that's... And how, how many episodes of WandaVision were there? Eight? Yeah, I think eight is like the magic number. So that's like two hundred two hundred million dollars for WandaVision. Um, Game of Thrones, as we said, was fifteen million. Mandalorian's fifteen. Uh, let's see. So yeah, I mean, Disney on Marvel shows and Amazon, Lord of the Rings, most expensive TV shows ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoot. The Crown cost $13 million per episode. It's incredible. It really is an apples to oranges thing because everything, I, no, no, okay. All right. So these are all imaginary numbers to me. Like once you start getting in, in the millions of things, it's always yeah. like, all right, you know, I try to rationalize how I can see it on screen. And I, I do appreciate those cost breakdowns that you see from time to time, but it's like you have something like The Crown, which has to be an expensive venture. Uh, yeah. getting all the, the, the costuming right, the accuracy of the time mm-hmm. period, uh, you know, retooling all these, all these areas in the real world to look mm-hmm. like they're of that time. So I can understand the cost of that. But then it's like, all right, say that all of a sudden you give Queen Elizabeth a CGI dragon and now that's like 60 million more dollars. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> and I'm not talking a big dragon. I'm talking like a little Lockheed type dragon that sits on her shoulder. Right, right, right. You know? That's sixty million more dollars, and well, it's what's like. Interesting, what's interesting paid? is Game of Thrones costs fifteen million per episode. The Crown costs thirteen million. So apparently, the price of those little dragons is only two million dollars. See, they were stingy with them dragons on on uh, on Game of Thrones, though. They That's, fucking were, man. man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I, they were like they were constantly like tits. <laughs> like, oh, look over Are here. Are you okay with us not giving you dragons this week? More tits. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. This one chick, she just has one out all the time. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the show, guys. And they're just like doing cocaine, like, fuck it. Yep. Green mm-hmm. light. Go. Go, go, go. <laughs> That's why nobody liked the last season. Not enough nudity. You know, just not enough, just like. Yeah. That was the problem with the last. Don't fucking get me started. Don't get me fucking started on this. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, if everybody was walking around naked, you know, White Walkers just hanging dong the whole time, everybody would have gone home happy. But no, no. Uh, agree to disagree. Jesus. That, no. <laughs> that episode where it was all dark and you couldn't see anything. It's because everybody was naked. Oh, that improves that episode. There you go. Just imagine yeah. it. You know, like they tell you in school, imagine everybody in their underwear, imagine them naked. And that's terrible advice, by the way. It always is. And you only ever hear that on sitcoms. It never happens in real life. No one has ever, no one has ever really given me advice for being <laughs> nervous either. 
They're just kind of like, you'll be fine, right. and then you're done. Like, yeah. oh, no, you'll be good. You're good. It's cool. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. So that I just was amazed by those numbers, and I'm with you on – you know, I, I maybe he's got this wrong saying it's one season. Maybe it's that's multiple seasons. And, you know, but he did say one season alone. That's that's very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It let's, is. Let's, it's a huge gamble. I'm typing even in, even with a property, you know, Lord of the Rings, the rumor killer. Nothing's coming up yet. OK, what is that? What do you mean? What I do mean, you just mean? trying to see if somebody like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck, I don't know. It's got so many weird fucking names in those books. Oh, shit. Oh, Swords shit. Today. Yeah, I trust that source. Swords Today. Thanks, guys. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Why are you bashing Swords Today? What'd they ever do to you? Maybe I need a sword tomorrow. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So... Touching on a story that we did last week. Apparently, Ryan Coogler is saying that production of Black Panther 2 will stay in Georgia. So this goes back to the other side of the coin. that I'm I'm surprised they're still making Black Panther 2. There's been a lot of discussion about that, too. Every now and then you'll see a quote from one of the stars, uh, you know, just Mm -hmm. saying like, hey, and it seems like they, they all agree, like saying that Chadwick would have wanted the show to go on without him anyway. Yeah, he does seem like that kind of guy. That yeah. makes sense to me. You know, he's he's definitely of the of the mindset of just like suck it up and keep moving as he exhibited in his own in his own work. So yeah. I, I buy it, you know. I just don't know from a from a creative standpoint how that's going to work. You know? Yeah. Like you can't recast him and you can't just say consistently, oh, oh he's over there. But it's the biggest problem Wakanda's ever faced. Yeah, but he's, you know, avenging no, or something. They're bullshit. gonna have to kill they're they're gonna have to kill his character off. Yeah. There's no other way to do it. Right. You and have to find a way to like honor Chadwick. There've also uh been discussions, of course, with the success of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh we've been seeing the character Ayo, who's one of the uh Dora Milage mm-hmm. pop up on there. People mm-hmm. are, are just jazzed about the Dora Milaje once again and saying we want a spinoff for them, maybe just a Wakanda spinoff, and they're entertaining that idea as well. But I digress. The main yeah. thing, Ryan Coogler is saying that he wants to um, remain in Georgia, which is where the majority of the Marvel shows and movies are filmed. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I both respect the boycott and I also respect staying there because there are a lot of people whose livelihood depends on these productions right. who had nothing to do with this bullshit decision, you yeah. know, to, to disenfranchise voters. Yeah. Yeah. So he says in a quote here, he says, uh, having now spoken with voting rights activists in the state, I have come to understand that many of the people employed by the film, including all the local vendors and businesses we engaged, are the very same people who will bear the brunt of SB202. For those yep. reasons, I will not be engaging in a boycott of Georgia. What I will be doing is using my voice to emphasize the effects of SB202, its shameful roots in uh, Jim Crow, and doing all I can to support organizations fighting voter suppression here in the state, Kugler added. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that he made a, an informed decision and is using his power wisely. Yeah. And again, I, I, really I, 
I don't think that means that people who are boycotting are wrong. I don't think that no. means that Will Smith and his production are wrong. It just means they're uh, they're attacking this in two different ways. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, it's a good idea to make them pay with their wallets if you can. But there's also other ways around that. Um, you know, Ryan Coogler can use his his money and power. I'm sorry, his his position of power and Disney's money to be like, hey, let's donate to fight fight voter suppression or you know let's let's make psas using disney money you know th- like there's there's a lot of different ways you can approach this and i'm with you in the sense of like i i don't know if there's one right way to do this i think there are actually multiple like good things you can do to help people yeah there are and uh yeah. hopefully we see something good come out of that in that regard ryan coogler seems like a really thoughtful guy you know, he's never given me reason to pause and, and the the projects that he backs and the statements that he just makes in public. He seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. And, yeah, you know, I continue agree. to support. And it seems like the rest of rest of uh, Hollywood, as well as his team, continue to support him as well. So just wait to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, I look forward to seeing what he's going to do with that movie, even though we're both kind of like, oh, how are you going to handle this? Like, I still want to see it. Like, I yeah. still want to see what he's going to create next. Yeah, I'm curious. You know, around the time of Chadwick's passing, we talked about it was crass at that moment for people yeah. to be saying what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And it's true. I mean, you know, it's a it's a fictional character. We've seen in comic books many times people die and come back. Bucky, he wasn't even a character. Uh, until Ed Brubaker and company bought him back from the dead as the yeah, Winter Soldier right. for right. many decades. So, yeah, I mean, characters, they they die, they come back, they get their molecules rearranged so they can look like a different actor, you know, just like Doctor Who. So who knows? Any number of things can happen. Magic exists. We have warlocks in the Marvel Universe. Who knows? Yeah, <clears throat> I just honestly, one of the main reasons I wouldn't want them to recast Chadwick is because who is that actor going to be like that's that's really difficult you know he's one of the greatest actors of his generation it was it was like why they didn't recast the joker in the nolan films because they're like you just can't do it yeah they tried you know with uh (laughs) what's his face i even not not even saying but not until a different filmmaker a whole different thing right you mean you're talking about like re, like making another Joker? Yeah, yeah. Then I, I pulled yeah, that back years, really quick. Years down the line, they might do that. But I think within the MCU that we have now, I don't know if you can do it. Right. You see the kind of crap Wyatt Russell, the man, is getting for portraying John Walker on Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like he's playing a bad guy. He's doing a good job of it. Yeah. He's doing like, a great job. He's doing too good of a job because people are sending him death threats and shit on the Internet. What? It's like, fuck that. Who, what dude, is wrong with people? It's the character, you know? You're so stupid. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Wyatt Russell. He's doing a good job of being an asshole. He is doing yeah, a great job. Yeah, I need to catch job. up on last week's episode, but what I've seen, he's phenomenal. Yep, yep. It's true. And he's a cancer, apparently. I just had to Google his name. Neat. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so that's that. We wish We wish Ryan Coogler the best. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to still support the movie. And, like, you know, it's I understand the decision. It makes sense to me. For sure. Okay. Uh Oh, s- still on Marvel. 
news. Let's okay. cover this real quick. So Amelia Clark is joining Secret Invasion nice. for Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. So she's in, this is according to Variety, Amelia Clark's in final negotiations to join Marvel Studios' Secret Invasion. Um, the, the headliner's role is naturally under wraps. This will be her first foray into the Marvel Universe. Um, it's, she's joining, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Ben, er, uh, Kingsley, Ben Adhir, uh, and Olivia Coleman. Marvel declined to answer, and then, you know, Amelia Clark's also, like, declined to answer, basically. Ben Kingsley is in this too? No! I said it wrong. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. His name is Kingsley Ben Adir. Yeah, yeah, Adir. I'm sorry, but you chose a name that is just the inverse of Ben Kingsley? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, that would have thrown me off too. Like, the reason, the reason I was surprised is because I, I've been, uh, reading up on the Shang-Chi news mm-hmm. lately because that amazing trailer. Oh yeah. man, it looks like so much fun. I can't wait. Yeah, um, so yeah, that trailer came out and I, I saw in the credits for that, that, um, Ben Kingsley is going to be making an appearance in that as well, you know, as, as his, uh, his faux Mandarin character. So I'm looking forward to that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see where we left off yeah, with him? No, I think no, it was it's... like a, a bonus scene in one of the films. Mm, no, I don't remember. Okay. So just to give you a short recap, you know, he got outed as a fake Mandarin. He yes. got sent to prison for his, his crimes in, in Iron Man 3. And while mm-hmm. he was in prison, you know, he's, uh, you know, man about town. Everybody loves him. He's doing his old acting shtick. And they're like, oh, you got to do the voice. And so he does the monologue, you know, oh, there's a change coming in the air. You know how he did. So right, right, right. Uh, everybody's geeked about it. All of a sudden, these troops break into the prison and they say, uh, the boss wants to talk to you. And they're like, who? He's like, who's, who's your boss? And he's like, they're like the real Mandarin. And so they snatch him and take him away. So I guess we're okay. going to finally find out what the Mandarin so there, had to say. There is a real Mandarin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Ten Rings. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. I think that movie looks great. That trailer was phenomenal. I think so, too. And, man, is that guy charismatic? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Simu, Simu Lu? I cannot correct. or I've only ever seen his name written. I haven't heard his name, so yeah. I do so not know. This is the guy who was on Kim's Convenience as well. And mm-hmm. uh, he he played the the eldest son or the only son. Didn't he just like go on Twitter and was saying, "Hey Marvel, I should play a character." <laughs> I think he did. That? I think yeah. yeah, yeah, and it worked this out. This dude basically turned like tweets into now he's a fucking superhero, all I, jacked and everything. I mean, wait, he's been jacked. So if you're like in that type of shape and you have yeah. that much charisma, yeah, shoot your shot. Even if you're not, shoot your shot, man. You never know. They might want to go no, a completely true, different true, direction. True. You know how many fucking times now I've tweeted about let me write Superman? I'm going to keep doing it, too. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Look, you know what? They let Max Landis write Superman at one point. (laughs) You know, they need to scrub that from the record. I'm not going to assault anyone. Jesus, give me a fucking role. Exactly. Let Lex write Superman. I mean, that's we got to figure out a catchy hashtag for that to start our campaign. Let the adventurers help. (laughs) I was going to say, someone come up with it. Yeah. You guys heard. Let's make it happen. Lex for Superman. That's too confusing. Yeah, guys, you won't get, know what that get me means. get me a job somehow writing Superman. <laughs> do it. Do it, chili babies. Do it. That's right. 
I won't let you down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got one for you here. And okay. there's a very specific reason I added this to the notes. And, and it's going to disappoint you, but you'll see. Okay. Yes. I am excited. According to CBR.com, Rob Zombie's Munsters reboot may land as a Peacock original. Rob Zombie Munsters reboot. That could okay. actually work. I could see that working for him. You know, is it going to be a comedy? I would hope so. Because I think they. I fucking hope so. My concern would be like <laughs> he's trying to make it like a hardcore reboot. Yeah, huh? I mean his his shit's goofy anyway, whether he wants it to be or not. So you might as well make it a make it a comedy. So here's what they're saying. They're saying that uh, Murphy's Multiverse reported that Zombie was working on a film adaptation of the 1964 uh, classic The Monsters, which ran for two seasons on CBS. I could have swore it was on for longer two than that. Two seasons? That does not seem right. That's how iconic TV shows were back then. They could have been on for Holy two shit. seasons, three seasons, and it's just a cultural touchstone, you know? That's wild. Right. Wow. I did not know that. I did not know that. Zombie oh. is reportedly a huge fan of the series and has cast his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, as Lily Munster, and fellow longtime collaborator Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman Munster. So this is a weird um sort of thing, like Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter with, uh, who's the director? Um, What's his name? He did Beetlejuice and fucking Batman and all that shit. Oh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah. Always yeah. casting people to make out with his wife. Always casting Johnny Depp specifically. Yeah, it's some sort of fetish, I think. Hmm. I get it. Like, yeah. I, Rounding I out mean, the reporting not cast. My thing, but, you know. Whatever. Dan Roebuck, Jorge Garcia, and Richard Brake, while Cassandra Elvira Peterson is joining in a supporting role of some <gasps> sort. Now that's great. That's great. You know. I like that. I like that idea a lot. So. My concern about this is that they're gonna let that fucking Fallout Boy song be the be the theme song. Oh, the no. one that remixed the Monsters theme. Yeah. I no they they. Mm, I mean, there are two like ways they idea. can go. They can do the Fallout Boy, you know, remix, or they can let Rob Zombie write the theme song. <sighs> Which, you know, it's, it's fucking monkey paw here. What are you doing? What do we got? I, I don't want to choose. Don't make me do it. It's the most difficult. What do you, choice. what do you, what do you, what do you choose? My choice is Rob Zombie. Cause at least it'll be on, on brand. You know, he's writing, developing the show, his wife's starring in it. At least it's on brand. I, I you know what, you know what's funny too is I don't have enough emotional investment to really care that much about this other than i would say i want it to be a comedy you know yeah okay a dark comedy like you know make it a dark comedy but but make it funny i just don't want a serious like riverdale style monsters do you remember when they tried that (gasps) oh I do now. Was that Monsters or was that Adam's Family? That was Mockingbird Lane. Mocking. Oh my God! I forgot about that until you just brought it up. Everyone what has. Where was that? That was 2012. <gasps> that lasted half a season at no, that. 
it was a, oh my god it was it was going that to be developed to like a full series memory this is freaking me out because you know what? why it's one of those rare times that brian fuller let us down so it was going to be developed as a full series they filmed a pilot nobody liked it and so they just aired it on halloween as a halloween special <gasps> i i i ugh. How do I say in a non-hetero way that I love you right now? Because you're you're bringing me. I'm usually the one that brings like the TV trivia stuff, and like I completely forgot about this. But every time you're mentioning it, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. That's wild. I completely forgot about that. Who was behind that again? Do you remember? Brian Fuller was developed it. Fuck, that would have been good, too. It was directed by Brian Singer. Oh, well, that... Look, you know, <laughs> one out of two ain't bad. Yeah, and then, you know, where it we continues... Pushing Daisies back. I realize I'm full ADHD right now, but I want Pushing Daisies back. I there, just want to figure that out. It's just sitting there. Bring it back, guys. Come on. They can literally just continue right where they left off. Right. I will not question anything at all. I'll suspend I will disbelief. Just... Yeah, I'll be in. Put it on uh, uh, like a HBO Max or something. I think that's where it's streaming right now. Mockingbird Lane. Mockingbird Lane. So Jerry O'Connell. Fucking luck, man. Jerry O'Connell was the lead as Herman. Where is like? Can we can we watch this? I really want to. I really want us to like, watch this live. Oh, it was on it was on NBC, so it might be on Peacock. Pilot. Uh, I am not seeing, I'm only seeing clips Aww. and they are bootleg as fuck. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can. Oh, wait, NBC.com, Mockingbird Lane. We can ask Joe's cool uncle if we can find a copy of it. Wait, did I find it? Uh-oh. Uh, nope, no longer available. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you let's hope. like monsters. They look like people. I don't like this. No, no, it's already disappointing. Let's hope that Rob Zombie and his version fares a little bit better than the Jerry O'Connell Portia de Rossi led. They straight up just look like regular people. Why would you do that? Make them look like fucking monsters. Because I think this was developed around the same time as Teen Wolf. You remember? Oh, we want to, we want, you know what? We want to fuck the monsters. And Beauty and the Beast with, with Kristen Kirk. With Kristen Kirk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah. They 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 really really want us to to want to fuck these monsters yep. this time. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the sexy. This see, this is exactly what I don't want. Right. I want. I don't want monsters. this plus like Rob Zombie buckets of blood. No. So I hope it's a comedy. This is so weird, and I kind of want to like find it and watch it. But, like, if we do that, we have to, like, live stream it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We've got so much homework. We've got to live stream that. We've got to play Moving Out. <laughs> we still owe them 9 to 5. There's so much. Yeah. So 9 much to, to 5 do. can happen, you know, at any any time. Any time. You never know. You look around behind you, 9 to 5. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I, that was guys. That was a bad tangent, but Matt unlocked something in my brain. I was so excited. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm tired. That's all right. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. 
There is a report that a classic PlayStation series is being remade for the PS5. Oh, what a might new that report, be? This is from comicbook.com. A new report claims that a classic PlayStation series is being remade for the PlayStation 5. There are a number of video games from that period of time that PlayStation didn't make that are synonymous with the PlayStation brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, some examples include Metal Gear Solid, uh, Demon Souls, which has already had a remake. So the rumor itself comes from industry insider and leaker, I can't pronounce it, uh, who has relayed accurate information in the past. They said this information in particular has been vetted. Um, the leaker did not disclose any additional information. And uh, right now it's wholly unclear if the games are being remastered or remade, though it's clear it's more than one. Hmm. Adding to this, the leaker also notes that the new Silent Hill game for the PS5 is still indeed in development, but apparently it's with a new studio after months and months of rumors and reports about Silent Hill being a PS5 exclusive. The rumor mill has gone completely dry. It's been months since we heard anything about Silent Hill in relation to the PS5. Studio change might be the reason for that. So the rumor is it might be Metal Gear, I guess, or okay. so I don't like what is this series being remade? I don't. They've they've remastered those several times. So I've got conflicting feelings about the Metal Gear remake. So I remember um, one of the first attempts at remastering or remaking the Metal Gear Solid game, which is kind of a remake in and of itself. But one of the first attempts to do so was a game called Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes on GameCube. And what they did, I remember that. Yeah, they took the engine from Metal Gear Solid 2 and kind of tweaked that, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, into a, a more feature heavy version of the first Metal Gear Solid. It was um, co-produced by Nintendo in such a way that every now and then in the game, you'd see like a little like Mario reference or something. Um because I guess Hideo Kojima and, and Shigeru Miyamoto, they have a great respect for one another as developers. And so they always wanted to work together. This is one of the first uh, instances of them trying to do so. The next one, of course, putting Snake in Smash Brothers Brawl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brawl. Brawl. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little doubtful. But yeah, Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, I don't know, like... If it needs to be remade again, I, I feel like that well has been gone to so many times already. I I don't disagree. Uh, I mean, I, what is something? It's potentially a series that could be remade. It's a PlayStation classic. That's what I was kind of wanting to speculate on, just okay. for fun. Okay. So I I also think Uncharted is a little bit uh, too, or series. You know, I, I feel like the, the Uncharted games have aged so well, they don't need to be remade either. You know, there's a yeah. little bit of a, of a <laughs> you know, shock when you look at them and it's like, oh, yeah, those are polygons and glitches in there a little bit. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. It still looks pretty. Um, yeah, I can't really think of one, you know. Final Fantasy, they've done all those, right? Yeah. Gran Turismo. Are they still making those? They are. But, I mean, those games are updated mm-hmm. so often. It's just like, it's the Crash same Bandicoot? game. Oh, they did that too recently. They did, yeah. Yeah. And um, this is all, this is all like pure rumor Spyro. 
Spyro they did. I'm Tomb talking Raider like in the last done. five years or so. Um, Soul <laughs> Reaver. They just did Tony Hawk. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver would be great to see again. Dino Crisis. Oh, dip. All right, you're going for the deep cuts now. That yes. would be fun. I'm literally just going through um, best-selling PlayStation video games okay. right now. The Laura Croft games, I feel like it's been too long, and we've already got those modern versions of them. Yeah. Uh, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal's a good one. I was going to say yeah, that. Yeah, we haven't seen that one in a while. It's true. Yeah, that that needs some more shine put on it. It's been a long time, but that's one of those super angsty bro-y type games. I don't know if it'll... Yeah, but it was definitely successful. Need for Speed? Oh, that's EA. Never mind. Need for Speed. Um, yeah, Twisted Metal hasn't had that anything. I bet that's what it is. That's a big enough name. And Metal yeah, Gear... Yeah. You know, <laughs> that I, I, used to be a big one in the, those original systems, for sure. Right. Another, I mean, the other thing, too, about Metal Gear is the fact that it's tied up in, in the vendetta that Konami has yes. against, um, you know, uh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Silent Hill, I could see, but they kind of shit on that one, too. Well, and that they're dealing with, it's not their property as well, right? Right, right. So, so Twisted Metal is a Sony property i think so like a lot of the nine stuff, eight nine studios yeah it's a division of sony okay yeah because a lot of the games that are associated with playstation the <laughs> order of operations was a studio develops a game they make a sequel they're both successful sony then buys that company and they become first party all right so we're missing the oh, mascots i have hold on i yeah. just want to add i have i just googled twisted metal series uh-huh because I, I was curious if there were any rumors uh, around this. Sony is developing a TV series. <laughs> Please from let the it writers, be. Hold on. From the writers of Deadpool. Oh, oh, okay. All right. This is, to me, it is basically confirmed. Let's, let's, when, when Party Chat eventually breaks this news, truly breaks this news, uh, that is, this is my prediction that it's going to be twisted metal that they're bringing that back because they're going to want to cross over and sell both of these things. When we we'll sell the TV show and the video game at the same time, they'll do a tie in. Yeah. That yep. makes perfect sense. hundred percent. That does make perfect sense. <laughs> That's I, from February of this year. I want to give a shout out to the forgotten mascots of, of PlayStation times yep. gone by Jack and Daxter, uh, oh. You know, Sly Cooper, Devious oh, Raccoons. Yeah. Those are those would all be great. They back. would be. You know Are they owned by PlayStation? No. See that's the thing. Like, um I know Crash Crash and Spyro belong to Um think, Naughty Dog. Mm, all they, they started well, Crash started at Naughty Dog. Yeah. But Crash was bought by I wanna say Toys for Bob. It's a weird weird name for a company. And because he was part of the Skylanders thing near the end. Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember. I don't know, but all right. So. No, no, no it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That would be Activision. <laughs> fucking Activision. That's who Activision. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So okay, I'm surprised that they never made a game that featured all those mascot characters. On an adventure, not that weird PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale thing. That was a whole thing. If you ever want to, if you ever want to find out why that crash and burn, uh, there's a, there's a YouTube series called What Happened? 
mm-hmm. <laughs> where a guy just takes like really shitty games and tries to find out uh, why they suck so bad based on the development process. And this team in particular that was trying to develop PlayStation All-Stars, which was without a doubt a Smash Brothers clone just with Sony characters, they had the rug pulled from under them so many times. Like, at first it was going to be the game I described, an adventure game featuring all these characters. Mm-hmm. And then they turned it into a more of a brawl-style game. And that's when things just went Right. Down. Yeah. Weird. Weird indeed. Yeah. So, no, I'm with you. I think maybe okay. Twisted Metal. <laughs> that would be that would be my guess. Or, like we said, Metal Gear Solid, if they wanted to negotiate to really get that back in their... Yeah. You know, that was always a big exclusive for them, right? Mm hmm. So maybe they want to bring that back. Um, I mean, man, we talked about this last time, but like PlayStation really has to do a lot to compete with Xbox right now because that that ultimate game pass, that's the (laughs) shit, man. Wow. I'm really fucking sold. You know, if if I were buying a, and I don't know if I'm ever going to buy a next gen system or what, if I were buying a next gen system today, I would have to get an Xbox. Part of the it's, great thing about that statement that you just made is that you don't even need to get the next-gen system right now to enjoy Game Pass. No, no, no. A hundred percent. I don't need to. But if I was thinking long-term, I feel like long-term, Xbox has a great, great plan involved it, here. It's such a great it's such a great fucking business model. and It's great. By the way, guys, if you wanted, if you have an Xbox and you want to try it out, I just got it a month of it for a dollar. That dope. includes online and the whole thing. And then after that, it's $14.99 a month. So you can decide if you just want to keep it for a month, play some games, be done with it. That's cool, too. But, yeah, that's that's a deal that they have going on. For- yeah. Ultimate. Like I, I know I always speak so highly of Game Pass. I gotta say some bad stuff about it right now so people don't think this is an ad. Um one of the yeah, downsides we're getting, paid. Yeah, we're getting paid. No, one of the downsides to it is the fact that yes, games do eventually rotate off of there from time to time, but the silver lining is if you have the save on your system, it doesn't go anywhere. If you want to play it right now, you can buy it. If you want to wait yeah. for it to come back around, it'll be a couple of months. It happens. Like uh I was yeah. playing um, Outer Outer Wilds, and that went away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I was really enjoying myself. I was getting into it. But mm-hmm. there's a ton of other stuff on there to play, so I got involved yeah. in something else. Yeah, and they're always bringing back. new stuff on. And, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's it's pretty cool. Um, in the sense, like, PlayStation does have the advantage in that with PlayStation Plus, you get to keep that game in your library as long as you have PlayStation Plus. Yeah. But, I mean, I like the game selection on Game Pass way more. Yeah. I mean, even if you compare it to, to Sony's uh, PlayStation Now, which yeah, is their streaming which service, yeah. that's a problem. Like, it's I should say it's it's not a perfect solution. It's not even a perfect one-to-one comparison because no. with PlayStation Now, you're still streaming most of those games from their server. So you need a solid Internet connection. And even mine, and I had to beef mine up. Uh, because mm-hmm. I've been working from home, obviously, for the past year, even with my connection, which is like second from top tier with Comcast, it still lags from time to time. Yeah. And I've got great infrastructure in the building here, according to them. So haven't haven't had any issues with Xbox. Not like, at all. And that's no, that's because those games live on your hard drive until you delete yep. them off. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I've been playing online and stuff too. So that's so cool. It's fun. It's yeah. so much fun. I mean, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Yeah, and I, you know, you got me the gift of PlayStation Plus for Christmas, which mm-hmm. was amazing, and I loved it. But like, once that expires, I will basically be choosing between the two. Yeah. And I will choose Xbox. I've been playing the Xbox a lot more. I'm really happy with it. That makes perfect sense. Also, and- really cool thing for everyone out there. I haven't tried it yet, but I read about it. You can play the show across platforms. Mm. Because my friend Ryan, him and his son are playing the show on PlayStation. I was like, well, it's going to be on Xbox. That's what I was going to play it on. I And I was like, I wonder if we could play it together. I doubt that we will, but whatever. I Googled it, and apparently we can. I wonder how that works, because you have two different names on, on both services. I so. would assume you can't chat. Yeah. I would assume that you would have to, like, Discord. I don't know. I looked it up, and people were saying you can. So. Mm. I don't know. I mean, if if that if I'm wrong, you know, someone let us know. <laughs> Technology, am I right? You know, come on. I, it's cool. It makes sense to me that you could play together, but you couldn't like talk to each other because you have to do that separately. You know, like when you have an Xbox, you have to launch the party, yeah, the chat, and then play the game. A lot of people were disappointed that they changed that feature, um, you know, down the line. But I mean, it makes perfect sense because when the game ends. Sometimes you want to continue talking to your group of friends. Yeah. You don't want to break up the party you're in. You want to maybe move on to another game. So you yeah, can do that yeah. or you can log off, either one. But Exactly. Yeah. They all have different stipulations of how that's handled. And I think that's really where, uh, you know, the, the downfall is of, of cross-platform uh, chat. Because mm-hmm. Nintendo is super locked down. Like, you can't. You can't even chat on there. You have to get on like a Zoom call or use their app. But who's doing that? You know, I downloaded it just to see what the app was like um, because I want to, you know, I. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the only way of online gaming I would have with my niece and nephew. So, you know, I'm like exploring all of those options because chatting on Animal Crossing fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. It, it comes down to a choice of do I want to download this uh, this app on my phone, which I may forget the password, and I have to go through all these hoops to actually talk to somebody. Or just use Zoom. Or, or just use the phone in my hand and call the person. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think if we do it, we'll we'll just, you know, FaceTime with yeah. it if we, you know. Because Nintendo makes it so you have to know the person in real life, basically, anyway. Yes, you do. So you're going to have their phone I number. like that. I, I like that in the sense of, you know, I feel like my niece and nephew are safe playing online mm-hmm. on Nintendo. I don't like it, um, you know, for the convenience factor of us playing online together, though. Right, right. You know, and it's it, it expresses to me that they really don't have a lot of faith in their parental controls either. You know, because it yeah. it, it would make sense that they would have both options available to you, either chat with anybody you want to. Or just make it so your kids or even yourself, if you don't like dealing with people, only chat with people you know. Yeah. But yeah. who knows? Yeah, they, they said it. I, I mean, yeah. Anyway, I, I really love Xbox uh, Ultimate. Like, I, I can't recommend that enough. I've been having so much fun with that oh, yeah. whole thing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm guessing Twisted Metal for that. Like, that's, you know, that's how we got on that whole subject. That would be my guess. 
But I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. Does anyone else have a different guess? Something we didn't think of. Intelligent um, Cube in 4K. <laughs> just what we wanted, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We are just about to head into the Wall of Weird. Yes. And this headline is Wall of Weird adjacent. Not in the sense that it's weird, but it just kind of made me go, wait, what? As far as the headline is concerned. Jane Fonda <laughs> says that not sleeping with Marvin Gaye is a great regret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I can't read the article. Okay, so I, I signed up for an account just so I could read this article. What? I All did. Right. It's free. It didn't cost anything. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Jane, Jane Fonda has revealed she once turned down the opportunity to sleep with sexual healing singer and R&B icon Marvin Gaye. Woo. During a Q&A with the New York Times, the actor and activist shared insight into her past relationships, revealing that she regrets not taking up the Soul Legends offer. I love that we live in a time where, you know, women can just go and be like, yeah, look, I just wish I had hooked up with Marvin Gaye just one time. I agree. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I love that she's like, you know, I really wish I could tell my grandkids I fucked Marvin Gaye. (laughs) In a confirmer denied part of the interview, Fonda was asked whether her greatest regret was that she never had sex with Che Guevara, to which she responded, no, I don't think about him. Who I do think about and what is a great regret is Marvin Gaye. <laughs> this woman has lived. She has lived. Even though she didn't fuck Marvin Gaye. She ha- the fact that she had the opportunity to fuck. Think about this, guys. What woman can say I had the opportunity to fuck Marvin Gaye and Che Guevara? No one on earth can probably that claim that besides is- her. Absolutely beautiful. And what's even more, reading reading between the lines, the fact that she goes, I don't think about him, makes it seem like he wasn't even the most interesting prospect out there. You know what? You know what that says to me? Che Guevara (laughs) is really bad at sex. (laughs) That's what that says to me. It's official. Like, that's that's what I think of when I think of that. I'm like, oh, so she fucked Che. She she had the opportunity to fuck both of them. She chose poorly and has regretted it ever since. She's like, you know what? Marvin Gaye would have been better. I am Lucille Bluth just sitting back going, good for her. In, like, in the- <laughs> I'm so happy. I, and by the way, Jane Fonda deserves all of the good things. If anyone ever badmouths Jane Fonda around you, you have permission to slap them. That's right. You don't. But legally, you can't come after us for that. But. No. Seriously, they're idiots. She's amazing. Man. Um, in a disappointing part of the article, it says, when asked if Gay's pickup line included the words sexual healing, Fonda jokingly admitted, I needed some, but he didn't say that, no. Oh, man. I mean. Guys, someone lovingly fuck Jane Fonda. <laughs> Sounds like she. Uh, look, I. I, I don't think she's into women, but I will 100% fuck Jane Fonda. Then, now, tomorrow, I will. <laughs> then I, now, I volunteer forever. as tribute. <laughs> I would fuck Jane Fonda at any age, as long as she was over 18. Apparently, yes. Marvin Gaye was so smitten by her that he even had a picture of her on his refrigerator. 
Damn. My the man, one that got away. He was smitten. I Man, I want to, like... <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the alternate history of this love story. Yeah. This would have been amazing. What if this is the one that would have worked out? Man, they both did. Was he, was he like married or, I mean, not, I'm not saying he was cheating, but mm, did he end up getting married? Cause she's, ha- she's been married like a few times. It's never worked out for her. Right. Right. I don't know if he was married, but I know he died very young. At the age of 44. He was only 44, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was married and divorced twice. Oh, man. Guys, they were each other's, like, the one that got away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three years after he divorced with his second wife, he he passed away, was murdered. Yeah. By his father. Yeah. Yeah, that was really sad. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I shipped this couple somehow. Is very sad that he's no longer with us and they can't rekindle and fuck in old age. Exactly. You know, when you get old and you're single, you might as well dial up people like, hey, you know, we had a shot. Why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we explore this? Why don't we check this out? Keyword: mm. single. Make sure both yeah, of y'all yeah, are open. Kill, <laughs> kill your spouse first, and then you know. <laughs> I am not agreeing with that statement because. My spouse listens to the show. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the reason. Okay. I usually go I with the know your line is very thin. I draw the line here this far. No father. Okay. All right. Let's get into the actual wall of weird. Then wall of weird. I just really like that Jane Fonda story. She's, <laughs> she's honestly like Dolly, like co-star Dolly. I could talk about Jane Fonda all the time. She's, <laughs> One of those very interesting people to me. She was on Mark Maron's podcast at one point, I oh, believe, really? and was a really interesting conversation. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Mark Maron's podcast. He gets some I mean, interviews, man. He really yeah, knows how he to get anyone, especially after he got President Obama on there. He's, yeah, anyone can can show up. <laughs> um, okay, I'm not going to read the headline on this one because right. I just want to read you the actual story and know. That we both will hate this one. I truly hate it, but this has to be our wall of weird for the week. A woman in Indonesia was swallowed whole by a python she checked on in her cornfields last week. According to the Washington Post, citing a Jakara post, a woman named Watiba uh, was named Watiba and lived on Muna Island off the coast of Swahili. Uh, she left her home on Thursday night to visit her cornfield about half a mile from her home. Mm. Reticulated pythons are common in the area, but what? Uh, but it was actually wild boars that she had been worried about initially because they had been destroying her her crops. Hmm. When she didn't return, her sister went out and found footprints, flashlight, slippers, and a machete. On Friday, a hundred villagers from the uh, 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 Laway swore, uh, searched the area and found a 23-foot long snake with a swollen belly. Nope. Goodbye. That's it. Nope. They killed the nope. snake. Nope. They cut it open, and they found Wall inside. Pythons are the longest snake in the world and usually only eat smaller mammals. However, a similar incident happened last year to a farmer 
from a nearby village, according to the Washington Post. You know what they haven't said this entire article? If she survived. She didn't survive. <laughs> they, they killed the snake. Okay. She, he, first of all, he's not going to eat her alive. The, the python's going to strangulate her yeah. and then eat her. That's true. No, he won't, he would not eat her alive. He, yeah. he's, he would break her neck oh. and then consume her whole. Fucking sadistic snakes. I know, man. They're fucked up. It's <sighs> really fucked up. But yeah, he would, he would strangle her, maybe break her neck and then ate her. She's not alive. I'm just saying the article would have been a little bit more clear I, about that. You know? I, <laughs> Because <laughs> at one point it said they found you her intact. For like, how would she breathe, man? There's so <laughs> many. There's so many questions I have here. She, first of all, if she survived, like if you're inside that snake, you're clawing out, like, right? Yeah. You'd be clawing out of the flesh of that snake. Oh, now like, yeah. it would have to kill you. It would have to kill you. I'd also imagine that she's very small. I would imagine she's small like me in the sense that like <laughs> you worry about. <laughs> You worry about like small children being eaten by a snake like this or a gator, uh-huh. uh, you know, because they're because they're easier to get. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I saw yeah, something. This is, Speaking this is of a horror, nightmare story. Like fucking, it's truly terrible. I saw. Okay, so there's a there's a Twitter uh, handle Gators Daily, and <laughs> yes, know, I love that Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah fam- famously of it's Flat Fuck Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mostly know it from. They had a video a couple days ago of some car mechanics who, um, they had a car up on a jack and they're underneath it and they're, they're like, you know, taking off the cover of the, you know, the underside of it or whatever. And there's a fucking baby alligator hanging out of the car. And so they're just standing there like, uh, what do we do? Cause they're in a garage, you know? And they're like, what How do we do? It, you think? Uh, I'll say probably about like, five feet long oh yeah that's that's pretty big yeah Yeah. and so they're like oh shit what do we do and then somebody just pulls on the tail to get it out of the uh out of the engine yeah and it scurries away somewhere else in the garage i'm like this is the worst problem (laughs) what you should have done is put that cover back on call animal control and go take a fucking break yeah, yeah, yeah. You def that's definitely what you should do, but yes. Florida people, man, sometimes are like, All right. I have to admit, if it was small enough if it was like less than a foot, yeah. I I might be trying to like tail it and get it just like kick it out. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit. I, I have just... to admit that like a very small gator like that would not scare me as much as a small snake, mm. which is weird. Yeah, I, I just quantify it as like, oh, it's a snake with legs. I got to go. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'd like it. I'm not saying I'd like it. I'm not saying I'd want to deal with it. I probably would call animal control, but like the the nope for me, like is is snake is number one. Mm. Always. Because those fuckers are quick. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I was playing baseball with my friend Ryan and there was a snake right next to me. It rolled up. And it popped its head up, and it's a garden snake. But like, I saw it at the corner of my eye, and I just, I was like, hmm. And I walked forward immediately, and then took a hard left and went straight to the house. You know, like, Ryan's house. I was like, nope, nope, nope. And Ryan was like, get out of here, bud. Like, because this is just a fucking neighborhood snake to them. <laughs> neighborhood snake. I love it. You know how I know yeah. that fucked you up? 
Because this is the second week in a row you tell me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's I how okay, I know. Okay, 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 okay. Wait. So this is what I want to know. Did I tell the story on the show or did yes. I just tell you? You told the story on the show last okay. week. That's Guys, how I know. I am truly broken. <laughs> I am so sorry. Cut this out. There's no reason to apologize. It's just this reiterates how fucked up you were over this snake. That's all I'm saying. Well, for some reason, I brought up a snake story. This is... Did I have I ever told the the other snake story? Oh shit! I don't know. Tell me the other snake story. Okay, let me tell other snake story. The the reason that I think that I have grown as a person is because with this particular snake story, I just briskly walked away from it. Okay. And did not do what I did with one of the other snake stories, which is <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with, and I was uh, I was like. 15 at the time 14 15 or whatever i couldn't drive i just know i was young like i was that young okay um i was playing in the pool the backyard with like uh i had like a little um not like a tennis racket but like you know how you have like pool versions of it so like a little tennis racket and then you get like the super soaker type ball and then you like hit it so i was just playing with one of those and the ball went into you know how they have filters like in pools that that collect things the ball went into the filter so i was playing this the ball went into the filter i wasn't looking i reached down i pick up the the ball i reached down into the thing and picked up the ball i have the ball in my hand curled up on the ball was a snake probably less than six inches i mean it was it was curled up but it was very small i dropped that ran inside and cried for over an hour i was hysterically crying like i had it did not touch me it did not even react i just dropped it and ran and i was crying so hard over it i did not like it you touched it i was adjacent to touching it yes okay okay all right that's and i I know i've told the story of banana on the show so that's that's been told that Um, is that is fair i i Used to have a mini Florida in my in my backyard when I was a homeowner many yeah. moons ago. For some fucking reason, I don't know what it was about the ground. Maybe there was a curse on my land. I don't know, but something happened where I was I was out with with the dog early in the morning, just trying to get him to make, and like <laughs> there was a fucking snake pit i looked down in the ground and i saw a snake fucking orgy which is a redundant (gasps) thing to say now that i said it out loud that is my reoccurring nightmare that i've had my entire life is a snake is i need to get to a location and there is just snakes covering the ground straight up indiana jones style yep Yep. (gasps) no so we put snake away down and everything. I mean, we tried our best to, we had to call out, you know, some, some, some specialists to, uh, you know, um, move them, you know, without killing them. I want to make that plain, but oh, that- I would have a weed whacker. <laughs> Listen, I am a very humane person until Get I'm fucking my lawn. lawn. <laughs> if, if I put something down and they did not go away, uh, uh-uh. I would be like, um, fuck you, motherfuckers. 
And you know what the worst thing about that too is like we would still get mice in the house from time to time. It's like what Ugh. are you doing here? You do nothing. What is your purpose? You do nothing. Right. Oh. Right, right. So that was one day. That was that was well I should say that was a journey in and of itself. But there was one morning I was out there without my glasses, and I saw this is this may not freak you out. This is a different animal, but there was a bullfrog. It was raining. Oh yeah. There was a bullfrog, and I just saw it like for five seconds, and it it turned like it was gonna hop towards me, and it looked up, and then it hopped away. And it was so early in the morning, I'm standing out there just like yeah, getting rained true. on, like, what the fuck is this? And it just went under a fence. I never saw it again. I don't know if it was somebody's pet, but it was like the biggest bullfrog you've ever seen. Yeah, I've de- I mean, I've dealt with frogs. I don't mess with them. I don't mess with any reptiles or like any of this stuff. Uh, is a frog a reptile or an amphibian? We'll say. I don't. We'll see. I don't care. Is. I don't no. care. Fuck you, birds. Whatever. So. <laughs> okay like i don't know i don't know but like i I don't really mess with any of that stuff but like a frog is is the least it's like the the whatever to me yeah they're not a frog is not gonna bother me unless they're the ones we were talking about last week with the claws on their on their fucking yeah i mean i don't want to deal with a fucking wolverine frog (laughs) no of course not right but right but like a regular frog, a normal frog, I'll be like, hey, what's up, bud? Bye. Okay, right. bye. Just go about you know. your business. Geckos don't yeah. care. I used to be scared when I was a really little kid going to like the rainforest cafe. Uh-huh. And they had like the fake snakes in there. Oh. That's that's how bad that's how bad the phobia is. Man. I'm gonna have to do like intensive therapy or something before I have kids. Well, you like know if I end up having kids so that I don't give them this phobia. What's messed up is is like real life keeps on affirming your phobia. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even just like, you know, far fetched. It's not like somebody who's scared of pickles. Like I, I yeah. <laughs> there's an episode of Mori Povich where a girl who's scared of pickles and they just like bought out a whole tray of them to make her confront her phobia, which I'm sure fucked her up even more, but it was good television. Um, yeah. 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 Snakes are going to be snakes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, in this in this uh, the case of the one at Ryan's house, like he knew it was a, just a garden snake or whatever. Like it's not going to hurt anything. Um, But like in Florida, you really don't know that. Like Ryan was telling me a story about how after that we were just talking and he was telling me a story about how he was digging up in the front yard or whatever, and all of a sudden he saw a snake's body. Mm -hmm. He had shoveled and accidentally killed this snake, but it was, it was a venomous snake. It was, it was the, um, the ones that are, uh, red on yellow, um, coral. It was like a coral snake. So there's two, there, there's one of them. It's uh red on black, Venom black, red on yellow, kill a fellow or whatever. Like, so I, I mean, no, seri- they they teach you this. You you learn this so that you know not to fuck with a snake that's venomous. So there's two different types of snake. If you look them up, I think one's called a king snake and one's called a coral snake or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you look up a coral snake, these two snakes have the same fucking pattern. But if the colors are touching the wrong way, it can kill you. And one of them's harmless. Yeah, I don't want to take a risk. No, I see? don't want to take a risk either. But like that, isn't that fucked up? That, that like that that one this one snake was venomous, and then this other snake went, 
yeah, I'm going to make people think that I'm you so that they won't fuck with me. Eh. <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Uh, Coral Snake and... Uh, I used to know a girl named Coral. She was venomous. King Snakes. Too. Yeah, if you look up Matt, if you look up King Snake and Coral Snake, you'll see how how fucking similar these things look. King Snake it's versus King Snake and Coral Snake. Yeah, the first thing that comes up is King Snake versus Coral Snake. Yes. And oh yeah, I see exactly what you mean. They it's look just... exactly alike. <laughs> One's got a tighter pattern than the other. That's it. Yeah. Wow. They look and one of them is very venomous and the other one is basically harmless. I think I think the it, yeah, whatever. I, I got to tell you, if I'm in a situation where one of these fuckers is coming at me, I'm not going to take time and trust my memory enough to know red, black, yellow, black, red means okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> red, yellow, black, red yellow, red. Black. Oh, I got it wrong. Red touching What did I say before? Red to yellow will kill, kill a fellow. fellow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so this is this is just a little bit different wording. Red touching black safe for Jack. Red touching yellow kill a fellow. Is like the rhyme. Yeah, this is like straight up what they they teach you. The little rhyme. Mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna remember this shit. It was red on red on black venom lack. Red on yellow kill a fellow. So it's it's like just a little variation of that one, but I'm, yeah. I'm I'm skedaddling no, either way. Anyone, does anyone up north know that, listeners? Hmm. Do you guys know that rhyme, or is that like a southern thing? That is. A, I'm very curious. That about is a this. valid question. And yeah. Yeah. Let us know because I'm curious too. I never. I mean, when it comes to snake survival, my my motto is don't run. Yeah. 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 We're both we're in total agreement. You run the fuck away from a snake, but <laughs> you know that's how. The point that I'm making is that's how Ryan knew what it was. Like he he knew he knows the same thing, and he accidentally had killed this venomous snake that was just in his fucking garden. Florida. Yeah, Dion Warwick <laughs> just starts playing in my head. Walk on by. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that was weird. We've done it. Very weird. Yes. we have done it. That's the show. We have done it. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have, because this was a, a wonderful conversation with my good friend Lex. You know, perfect way to cleanse the palate after the high drama of today. You know, it's 420, it's Taco Tuesday, and, you know, we got the big news about the uh, Derek Chauvin verdict. It's just chock full of action, guys. I, I don't know. I don't know. Lots going on. So this was a nice, this was a nice little Have you gotten escape. high today, Matt? Have I gotten who? I have think you that answers your high? question. <laughs> I have not as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just regular nutty right now. That's all it is. Same, same. I'm just regular old zany Lex. <laughs> if I was high, I'd probably be asleep right now. Well, and... I'm glad that you didn't partake because this would not have been as much uh, as much fun for anybody. So no, we went. No. Yeah. So if you want more of our shenanigans, we've got a Patreon. And if you sign up for that Patreon at any level, you get access to the glory, to the majesty that is our Discord server. Shit, there. we'll give you a we'll give you a magnet too. We still got magnets, guys. Holy we still God. got the the WAP magnets. So, <laughs> and and those, you know, they only cost me a stamp to mail y'all. So if you sign up, you get while supplies last, you'll get both that and access to the Discord right now. That's the right. The deal for 
for uh, Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure Patreon is really cool because you get physical merch. That's not a normal thing we have going. That's true. You know? That is true. There's a multitude of reasons why you should also sign up for Patreon. Uh, top of that list is because you like what we do. You want us to continue. You want to support our endeavors mm-hmm. to take over the world in a, in a pleasant way, of course. Um, right. Yeah, but we've got so much going on over there. Many episodes that have not been heard on the mainstream, brand new to you, all all good stuff. A lot of them feature in D. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got a live show coming up that we talked about at the top of the show. I don't know who's joining us halfway through, but maybe you got in somebody else's car. Anyway, Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival. We're headlining, opening, I should say. <laughs> Not headlining. We're opening the show uh, May 13th, 7 p.m. Central Time. That's 8 Eastern, right? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yes. We're an hour ahead. Yep. Yeah, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, You know what? You fucking calculate if you're somewhere else. I don't care. Yeah. Mountain. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, come right, hang is out. It Central Mountain Time? I guess. I don't know. That used to be a thing they'd say on TV all the time, but we're, we're gonna, we're gonna start going down that path as a whole conversation. Anyway. Follow no us. Meters. Contact. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> follow us <laughs> on social media at Lex and Matt across the board. If you want to be in on the snack along for the live show, send us a message at Lex and Matt on Instagram and we will send you something nice in the mail. Something nice and I believe tasty. I haven't tried it yet. I'm gonna try it along with you folks. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I sent you some stuff, Matt. Yeah, I sent you some stuff. Ooh, fun. Tune in to find out. Anyway, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Bye.